0: Yeah.
1: Hey, here we go.
0: Blackout, blackout, blackout.
2: (laughs) Back for another installment of Silver Screen Breakdowns on a Friday night. I'm Alex. I go by the Fantasy Football Hustler.
1: Nelson Times. I go by Nelson Times. Find me on YouTube, Instagram. Yep.
2: I am Bogard
0: Schwarzenegger. Come with me if
1: you want to live. Oh, it's a little dark in here now. Bam. There we go.
0: There it is. Let there be light.
1: Hey, noble.
0: Hey, Jesus is black, bro.
1: Yeah, bronze skin, uh, hair like sheep's wool or something, right?
0: He wasn't
2: white, tell you that much. (laughs) Man, we (laughs) got a uh... we got an oldie, but a goodie here. Oh man. So I've never seen older than me, bud. I am older than me, too. I've never seen this movie before. Deer Hunter, taken all the way back to 1979. I've heard about this movie, like, in other movies. It's referenced a lot. Won a lot of awards, Academy Awards, and others back in 1978 yeah, for this movie. Nelson's the one. Nelson's the one who picked it. And, uh, Nelson, what's the connection? Yeah, with blame
1: you? me, huh?
2: <laughs> oh, oh, hey, it was good. I'm glad I watched yeah, it. I'm glad you
1: recommended it. Yeah, yeah it was good. Oh, do you want me to set it up? Or, uh, yeah, what, we'll go what? ahead.
2: Give the uh, give your connection with it, and and why you chose yeah. it. And then we'll get into it a little bit.
1: Yeah, actually, a close friend of mine's brother recommended. Actually, no, he didn't recommend it, but I watched it with him. And he's, you know, he lives in LA. Went to AFI. does lighting and camera and stuff. So he's he's a movie critic buff type of dude too, right? So he told yeah. me. So we watched this film. That's where it's okay. When he recommends films, they're usually pretty good. There are usually some type of deepness to them, you know. Whether you like him or not, it's two different things. But he he's up on his stuff. This film is a classic. It's got a mixture of you know social friendships with going to war, pretty much, and more. It's more of a psychological thing, I think. Oh, you mentioned Apocalypse before. That was that was like a psychological thriller as far as the war goes. I haven't
0: seen that one. And what then Full know?
1: Metal Jacket, I think. Yeah, too. I've seen the Full more Metal so Jacket. Than it being just platoon. like a war film, like you know Saving Private Ryan and In War. I think Platoon yeah. was more. Yeah, those are more action. Yeah. um. We're not so like much mythology. This yeah, one is pretty the much war. the first hour. There's really not much talking about the wars. It's about them hanging out. And it's called the deer hunter. You don't see them hunting that much either, really. And then but, they, it's also something but, that keeps it
0: together though, right? Like they have these little traditions. You know what I mean? Like Yeah.
1: So, it's, it's, you know, it's in Pennsylvania. I think Carlton was the name town, of the town. Right? Clareton. Or Clareton. Yeah. Outside of Pittsburgh yeah. somewhere. You know, before that, I thought it was just a an allergy a medicine.
0: Town? I ain't gonna lie to you. What's that? I thought it was just allergy medicine. I think it was actually a place before I watched it. I was like, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think Clare it's a actual place, actually, right? Is yeah, in Clare- or- Pennsylvania. Claremont? Apparently, it's where it and, came um, um, from. Right? So yeah, so nobody has allergies
0: thing. there anymore. What's that? Nobody has allergies there anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So <laughs> it's a, it's set in a small town, a small steel town, Pennsylvania. So everybody kind of knows everybody. So you got six friends, and they're, they're they're hunters, and they have a they drink at the pub. They got you know um, yeah. either work at the mine or they work at a grocery See, store.
0: I really dug how they sing. sing a lot of dancing day. and
1: festivities. Oh, yeah. I guess they're I think they're Catholic, right? The church goer.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're sinners, real blue collar drinkers, <laughs> and this what I got, real blue collar type of guys.
1: Yeah, blue, yeah, total blue color. Oh yeah, I mean, it's So you got De Niro's lead, you know, he's the first on the credits, before the name of the film even, I think. So it's Robert De Niro. He's kind of, I would say, you know, they talk about alpha males, beta males, and not omega, but uh, delta. they call those? Sigma males, they're kind of like loner dudes, but they kind of have alpha qualities. So he's like that, so he kind of leads the pack, and then his right-hand man, you'd say is Christopher Walken's character.
2: Yeah, even uh, Michael.
1: No, no, sorry, Nick
2: Nicky. Yeah,
1: Nick and then oh, Michael's De and then the doesn't really, yeah, he hangs with the other guys, but he doesn't really get the other guys. But he's kind of with them by proxy, I guess. She <laughs> was telling how he, he he likes to hunt with uh Watkins character, but he doesn't really like hunting with the other guys. And the other yeah. guys, and you got two big guys, right? And they're always the jovial dudes kind of joking around, and then you got kind of oh yeah then the one guy he goes to war with them steven right yeah he goes to war with them. and then you have another yeah then the the sixth guy is a guy that's kind of like a bit of an outcast so if you compare them to the league almost yeah who would you say that the sixth nerdy dude is like andre (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: or is he andre so who is it? Is it? I mean, Stanley, I guess, kind of seemed like it. I mean, De Niro wanted to bust his chops a lot. Yeah, like,
1: that guy. That's like an Andre, you never right? Bring your boots out
2: here. You never bring your gloves. But a guy wants to carry his gun like he's <laughs> John Wayne or something.
1: <laughs> exactly. So you got. So th- th- there were some synonymous things with with current day films as opposed to what this was too, right? Yeah. Even when he came out, what was the, I was watching it. I thought of yes, yeah, if you watch Saving Private Ryan, right. Yep. There's a part in there, you know, when they're kind of waiting to to find them, they're kind of, kind of near the end, but before the sniper. They're, they're listening to the music. Uh huh. That kind of brings them together just for a moment there.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I then just, in this film,
1: like this I'm kind of skipping ahead, but there's a time right before, at the end of Act One, the the, the big guy he's playing the piano. Remember that? Yeah. Yep. And, that, and, the and then the, book, the next scene is yeah. they're, the they're going to when, war like a platoon. Which one was Meryl Streep's husband? Or the one? Oh, yeah, Meryl Streep. No, well, she never married oh, either she, never, them, but, she, was with. she was with Christopher Walken, but That's then the okay. Nero, you know, he was kind of an outcast, but he was hitting on all of them.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, all right. he's that and man. He's that was man. All over.
1: He was very dynamic.
2: See, I was a little weird too, because yeah, she like wanted to be with Nikki, but was it Nikki didn't want to be with her? I don't really understand. I mean, there's a lot.
1: It's well, like, Nick proposed to her, but I think it's because you're trying to save her from him because he was about
2: to go to the war. Right. That yeah, was- and
1: he was about, yeah. about to go to war too.
2: Yeah, yeah. I th- and I thought that's why he really asked because they were. Yeah, they really I mean, he's like just, just in case
1: I die out
2: there. But <laughs> also too, like his outlook
0: on shit wasn't bleak. Like until he got there and realized, like, oh shit, this is some
1: shit, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's yeah. real joyful and real
0: like full of life and shit. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, so you have some jealousies a little bit playing on within amongst the crowd with their women. And the one guy's getting married and they can't believe that they're getting married, that he's getting married. That one character, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, what, what he is right oh, he was Michael. Yeah, so Michael or
2: Stephen. Stephen was okay. I keep getting them confused. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he got married
2: and that's mm-hmm. where they
1: all, you know, Meryl Streep's character is kind of hitting on De Niro or eyeing him, but she's with Nick. Yeah. And then it kind of, so you have some of that and then you. Yeah. So you have a lot of, you know, just kind of introductions to the dynamic of how the group interacts. And, is you know, it's there's some similarities to the league, but not totally. But there's right. some things we have a group of guys that kind of break down their personalities.
2: Right? I really felt For like all the first scenes lasted like way too long. And like even from I mean, they were building up, you know, the friendship and kind of everything like. Pretty much their lives are all intertwined from working to friendship, you know, to every relationship that they have in their life is all based around, you know, this group, this core group of peeps. And, yeah, I mean, it starts off with them showing the, you know, the plant and everything and just what they're doing inside the plant. And I'm sure, I mean, steel plant, I'm sure being around Pittsburgh and just really showing that off. Everybody knows they're about to go hunting and that's kind of what they're talking about. Oh, get one for me out there. You know, so that's something that they all must do and talk about on a normal basis is the deer hunting. And, yeah, I mean, we kind of just, it's kind of just slowly introducing us to the characters. I felt like the wedding just kind of dragged on a little bit. I didn't need to see, like, the full wedding ceremony to understand that, you know. You know, yeah, they're all best friends. They're all a wedding party. You know, I felt like they just, they didn't want to waste any film, I guess. (laughs)
1: Because Yeah, I mean, the intro was was quite long. It was like, I think a little over an hour or something.
2: Seemed like it. And then it's the wedding and then the after party and after party. I mean, shit. It seemed like they showed the whole after party there. We saw so much of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was establishing what was going on with, with the dynamic, but yeah, you got an earful.
2: Yeah. The part that I found very interesting. So no matter what, if it's a movie and there's a party, there's gotta be some kind of conflict or some kind of fight. So this one, so Stan, he, it's crazy. So Stan in, Uh, The guy who was playing Stan in the movie, John Cazale, so he actually had terminal cancer. He couldn't even get insured to do the movie, but Robert De Niro, out of his salary, paid the insurance so he could film the movie with them. And I guess he passed away like pretty much right after they wrapped. But like every scene that he was in, they did had first on the docket just because of just him being. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: He's the one that played Steven, right?
2: Stanley, Stan.
1: Oh, Stanley, the guy that, that he was bugging about the, the boots and stuff.
2: Yeah. And so it was him when they, they got into a fight. It was, I don't know if it was his wife or it was just his lady, but it was who, I don't even remember who was the one who was like grabbing all on her ass. and. Although, uh, yeah,
1: he was the meat cutter. And then he was the yeah. MC.
2: Oh, Richard, D. yeah. The,
1: the yeah. butcher dude, Yeah. And yeah. the big
2: fat dudes laughing at him. Oh, <laughs> he's he grabbing all of his, his chick. to <laughs> do something about it. He goes up and I thought he was gonna pistol whip the dude. He pistol whips the chick. Like what? I know. <laughs> I was I not didn't
1: expecting get that.
2: that. You know, you like times where It's always the woman's fault, right?
1: You don't embarrass me. Yeah. You know, I mean, back in yeah. those days, and even before really that, hard. there were there was a lot of slapping chicks, blaming blaming them for for the problems.
0: Yeah, You Remember Sean Connery? Sometimes you have to slap a woman. <laughs> I ever that? You guys did for that?
2: Hell yeah, he did. You have to give her a good smack. <laughs> Go ahead, continue. And so at the party, I mean, that's when you that that's when you're getting more inkling, uh, more inklings of them like actually going to war. They actually talk about it, and then they're like, "Hey, Mike, come over here. Mike's going to war, you know, with them, and let's give them all around to applause and. Then they go out to, I don't know, just whatever bars right outside of the hall. And then this was the part that was a little, you know, this was the cause to pause for me. They see the dude in uniform, you know, they try to get him the drink and everything. And the dude's just like tripping, like not paying attention to him. Don't know if he's ignoring him on purpose or what the hell is going on. And then pretty much just see, he's, he's a 5150. He's all fucked up from the war. And they're asking him, like, what's it like over there? Like, what they just
0: watch. Oh, yeah, because he and this is from the Vietnam War, right? Yeah, he was the prior war. I can't right. remember the
2: character. I'm, sure I'm, I'm assuming, yeah, I'm assuming he was at Vietnam and came yeah. back for something, and who knew the hell yeah. knows what.
0: But. Yeah, because when was the draft historically? When did they do the draft? So I know
2: the, i
1: it think was it like, was, oh, I don't even know. Don't even know. I think it was like yeah. the mid to late 60s, though.
2: Yeah, okay. so I mean, the whole war was 64 to 73, it said, so it had to yeah. be somewhat in the beginning, right? Oh, the lottery of 1969.
0: There you go. I was going to say, because there there was a whole culture. It was like, you know, the hippie free love and no, and you know, down with the war and, you know I mean? And then Woodstock, it was all there because there was, it correlated with the draft. That's why I was trying to, uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead.
2: And seeing that's all that he could say, they're asking him, you know, oh, what's, what's it like over there? there and all this. And they're like trying to get excited about it because. I mean, they're just, they're just those poor souls don't know what they're in
1: for. Yeah, I thought he was, walked in there like he knew someone, but he didn't know anybody.
2: No, and all he could say was "fuck it," just like Joe said. Just that, that was it. That's all he said. "Fuck it."
1: How? What's it like over there? Fuck, fuck it. it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. So he was definitely. I mean, uh, he didn't.
0: It's. Oh, isn't that kind of ironic? Like he didn't want to discourage them either. Like, hey, don't go there, man. You know, you don't want to see what I've seen, man. He's like, yeah, fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, hey, you know, it makes, you know, it kind of, it makes you, you know to it, Like, they yeah, let these motherfuckers go through what I went through. Let them learn the hard way.
1: You know what I mean? I think that response is, would, you know, would scare me a little bit. Oh, fuck it. like, what? But, you know, there's war. What do you expect, right? I mean, you know, and it was also
0: an era where, you know, you're hardened. Like, period. If you're from, especially from you're from, like, a blue-collar town like that where, like, working, you know, elbow grease, you know what I mean? fucking honest working fucking you know chip on the shoulder you know what i mean small town small mountain town you know they want to make something of themselves they want to matter you know we got we're going, we got
2: drafted school go. the only house that we like see of theirs you know they're trailer living you know mm-hmm. it's not like they're living in some huge The
1: trailer house. house beside the plant right
2: yeah <laughs> exactly and that was yeah. where uh, Mike and uh, Nikki were standing. who knows if other guys were standing there besides that, but that seemed like I mean, the meetup spot for. And
0: I kind of assume this is like a family thing, you know, like I
2: mean, their dad worked at Austin. the steel mill, and the fucking, you know what I mean? And they
0: all grew up in the fucking little trailer thing. Like
1: that's what Did I. heard. you was- guys want to live in, like in uh, in a town like that? No. Cause I don't watch it. I'm just like, man, I would not want to live there.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, what's funny though. Is if that's all, you know, then that's all, you know, right. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, this, this, you know, that's home, right?
1: I mean, to a certain extent, because there's always some people that want to get out, right? So they know something. Yeah, and make some, and
0: like, be, you know, I'm going to be somebody, you know what I mean? This is what, that for some of them, this
2: war kind of gave them meaning, you know what I mean? Yeah, was it not like At least initially. Maybe listen. this is like the first time any of them are leaving their own city, you know, the city or whatever. and it's all. We're, we're about to go, you know, we're about to go protect the world
1: yeah (laughs) true and uh, the country at least you know
2: yeah for sure and so yeah and then i don't know what was up with the so do you guys remember at the very end of the 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 what's it called the after party or whatever they had the little ritual where it was like the husband the bride and groom were like drinking out of it was like a cup with two heads kind of tinfoil all on it and it was like if you do not drop a drop you will have like luck. 1 million years of good luck or whatever the hell they said.
1: A lifetime.
2: Lifetime. There you go.
1: A lifetime of man, did they drop a drop, bro? Because,
2: man. Multiple drops dropped on her. You saw on the her white white On her gown. white wedding gown. Yeah.
1: That was the forecasting of the ominous mood to come.
2: Yeah, they were not too. Yeah, how did nobody notice? Nobody noticed. Nobody Why said that. It was. There's
1: what three was drops like on her that? dress.
2: It's like the asshole
0: who wants to jump up and say something. For then, if anyone has anything to say, these two shouldn't be wed.
2: What up, you Chris? Know you know that
0: shit dripped on your. You know, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations!
2: So, one of the things when I was doing a little bit of research on this movie, they said it went over budget like immediately. So, I don't know what the original budget was, but it ended up finishing off with a fifteen million dollar budget. In 1970, I mean, when were they filming? It's 77. That's like Uh 100 million now. I mean, that's a lot of bread. (laughs) That's a lot of bread. And they end up, the box office numbers end up being 49 mil. So over three times that as well, coming back.
1: You said it went out to 15 or it was originally 15?
2: No. So they, I I don't know what the original budget was, but it ended up reaching 15 million. And that was way over. I would
1: imagine
0: they have a budget of, I mean, okay, think about this. Is it the same studio that did The Godfathers? Because I know the same dude who edited this movie edited, like, the first two Godfathers. And he, you know what I mean? He,
1: it was he universal.
0: Okay, so it was, right? I think so.
1: The Godfathers were Godfather? before.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying they used the same editor, the same, I forgot what else. They used a, use a lot of hitters from the Godfather regime, you know, whatever you want to call them whichever studio that worked with godfather they assigned they, they brought in the same dude to edit this one too you know what i mean yeah yeah it's kind of dope <laughs> when you watch it like the way it's, but the, i just don't i might always choose the pacing
2: I, I guess i'll say that for the end. go ahead so now after the whole wedding and the after party and everything now they actually do go deer hunting and i guess i mean we figure out later the deer hunter is pretty much mike you know robert de niro but I don't, you don't really know why it's called deer hunter especially when what i've heard about it is about war you know so we see yeah i
1: never understood that either
2: but it's because it's him I, I mean he is like the focal point of the movie so that's what i got from it but then they actually go up the mountain i mean even just like to get up to the mountain i mean they show so much different things and I forget which character it was who. Like has to get out to take a piss, and then they lock him out, and
1: you it was know one of the big guys. Farting. I think the guy with the beard.
2: Yeah, and they're just fucking with them. You know, like all right, come on, get in, and then they take off, and you know, just being like assholes, and you know, just guys. That's me. Was so funny, funny as a fuck. I <laughs> <laughs> It was funny because, like, they, they did the joke so many times. It was like, how many times are they going to do this before they just let him back in? Yeah, like, they were dying, man. They are like, we're going to keep doing this
0: thing. <laughs> They're yoking the whip
1: Yeah, you would think it would get old, but uh, I guess not. Oh, no, but, no, it doesn't get that old. That car, it looks like that car was, like, 20 years old, too.
2: <laughs> so funny. And that joke, I mean, it really never gets old. I mean, of course it gets old for the person outside.
0: <laughs> you get but... in that car, you can stay in that motherfucker. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
2: and so they get all the way to the top it's funny i mean most guys everyone except mike is in still their their tux from the last night they all have their clothes and stuff that they're going to change into but mike's the only one who's like ready to go everyone else you know just fucking around a little bit and then mike starts messing with stan because oh let let me wear your boots is now he was like, really? You're not going to let me wear your boots? He was like, "What don't you understand? No means no. It's, I wonder how many times he let him wear his boots. But the first time we see is, i put my foot down.
1: It seemed like it was a, a lot. Probably every year, right? <laughs> it sounded like.
2: Had to be. Yeah. And, and then everyone starts hating on Mike. Really? You're just not going to let him wear the shoes? <laughs> and then Christopher Walken gives him his shoes anyways. Or whatever.
1: Did you imagine walking through the woods with those shoes on? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not happening. happening. (laughs) And
2: and one of the other things that they said just about the deer scene in general. So they actually shot that deer and they said they, they pretty much hit it with a tranquilizer dart or something to like, give it like to slow it down and they blocked its path to where it like couldn't go anywhere. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they had to do a lot of things to set up that scene to be able for it to go down.
1: Yeah, but they didn't kill it. They just shot, tra- uh, tranquilized it.
2: Yeah, they shot it with the tranquilizer gun. They had to do it. They did that <laughs> first as well so they could get it to stay long enough so they could actually shoot the uh, shoot the scene.
1: Yeah, because I was wondering how they shot that. I was like, man, that looks real. <laughs> I guess what cut it was.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. But that's why it wasn't doing a lot of moving because they, they hit it with the tranquilizer dart first. I guess it was just like a low dose or something. But enough to where they could keep it kind of cornered in like a spot where they can actually shoot the footage.
1: Wow. That's cr- incredible, man. Crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah. So a lot, I mean, you know, there's maybe things like that on why I made them over budget, you know, just things taking a lot longer than may have may have should have really, they didn't want to waste a lot of film though. Like they filmed a lot here, but I mean, one of the things that I heard is like a lot of things that they like, they, they just, they did not want to waste the film. A lot of things probably made it in that they didn't really think were going to make it in originally. And everything was so good that they just, they couldn't cut it.
1: Oh, like that's why how- it was so freaking long. I'll also admit, there's some scenes that were, I'm like, man, they're long scenes that they don't really need to be as long as they were. Right. I did notice it, that too.
2: Didn't necessarily, I mean, you know, like. The, the wedding, for example. I mean, that just didn't need to be as long as it was. We could have got the same, you know, the same feeling about their entire crew, you know, with it being cut down to five minutes versus 20 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah, be was. about
1: 30 or something.
2: Same thing with the, with the after party. You know, it didn't need to be like 30 or 45 minutes, like however long it was. Like we would have got the same, you know, because when we get into act two, I'll even talk about it. I was like, man. I want to see more here because I'm confused a little bit, but like all that time with the wedding and all that probably like made it to where they either had to cut some things out or they didn't film certain parts over here,
1: man. Yeah. I was for me, like in the whole movie, I was more into what was going on in Nam. Yeah. That was that I found. That's what I remember the most. Actually.
2: Act one was really zero action, you know, minus, I mean the deer like at the end It was really just that I mean I know act One's mostly like building up the story but I Felt like they could have built it up like Way faster than what they did And yeah then we could have seen More in Vietnam because that's what I Just like you said it's what I wanted to see more I think,
0: what, I think what they're really trying To hammer home in that first act was How normal they were Yeah And like the life that they lived and how It was Prior to them going to this war, you know what I mean, yeah, and it's
1: kind of like an everyday town, right? As small as yeah. the everyday, American, small town. Is routine. it's kind of monotonous.
0: Yeah. Small town living. You know what I mean? They have a routine, even like when they go hunting, they go to the, t- the tavern, they still sing the songs and they dance and they, you know what I mean? These are, it's small. I have to sing a lot of songs. Shit.
2: Yeah. I liked that a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I know buggy was getting know, down. We like saw the guy playing the piano. Like, oh, he's not just a goofy motherfucker. He's got some skills. Yeah, he's got some talent, <laughs> bro. Yeah, right? <laughs> he's tickling an ivory ivories, that motherfucker. Uh. <laughs> but, yeah, they were going wild. I mean, I wonder if that was the only deer that they caught the entire time. Because they didn't really, you know, say if they, they caught more than that or whatever, but yeah, did you notice
1: though, or was it just me when they came back? The deer on the hood, right? Yeah, you so small it looked.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> that was that was probably a fake deer. It was.
1: I, I think know, so. of course it was fake, but it was. Come on, they could have scaled it a little bit than that. It was like as big as as big as I mean, a dog. Yeah, <laughs> a medium sized dog weird. they had on there with antlers.
2: That was definitely not a buck, huh? No. <laughs> but yeah, they were hyped though, and uh, yeah, this. Who knows how often they're doing these deer hunting trips. Like I assume that this is more than a once a year. Like type thing. As serious as Robert De Niro, you know, was taking it, Mike was taking it. Yeah, how
0: much he got mad at him borrowing the shoes all the time. No nah, motherfucker not this time.
2: I'm a bad guy.
0: <laughs> not taking my shoes motherfucker. <laughs>
2: Just
1: give me the shoes.
2: No, what's, what's wrong with it, man? Why can't he use the shoes? The Michael, he
1: he went crazy. I didn't understand. He was running down the street naked, taking off his clothes. I didn't get that. Yeah, that was crazy because he seemed like he always had his shit together,
2: except for that scene. <laughs> yeah, that made...
0: What was him, was he on drugs that they missed? Is, is there something we were missing in that part? No, he was on drugs, I don't think. No, I know. I'm being sarcastic. I'm just saying, like, why? You know oh. what I mean? That was one of those things that it
2: was on. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? You know what I mean? I don't know. I had to rewind it. Like, how the fuck did he end up naked? Yeah, it, that that part made like zero, zero sense. Yeah, I know
1: that's what I said. <laughs> but he was kissing the bride, right? Yeah. And then I don't know what I'm doing. And they get pissed off. I got weird or something. They start running and they start chasing him. Yeah. Chasing him in the car,
2: Mike, and laughing. I mean, it's just so funny. He's just tripping all the way down this big ass hill. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's it, an excuse after, oh, no. It, I'm just crazy. I didn't just (laughs) kiss you. (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: That was Uh, awesome.
2: Pretty wild. Good good acting in Bobby right there, actually. Yeah, we see a lot of range from Robert De Niro. And just, I mean, just he's the glue that, that holds the movie together. He's the glue that holds their entire crew together. It seems like they'd be really lost without him. Yeah, he's
1: definitely the leader for sure, yeah.
2: If anybody ever had an issue with anything in life, I feel like he's the one that they go ask about it. And it is hella
0: funny too because I'm pretty sure it would never work that way. Like they all get drafted and they're together. You know what I mean? That, yeah, that probably wouldn't have happened. Yeah, but I was just you know I'm a nitpicking some bitch though. <laughs> I was like, Oh, 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 they put it, but they they had a buddy system, like I need to go with him. Mike needs to lead me.
2: I don't know what I do without Mike. And that's pretty much going to lead us into act two. We kind of get no lead into it. It's just they're playing the piano. It's real happy, real lucky.
1: Boom! (laughs) Boom! We get napalm, man.
2: Right into Vietnam. And for everyone listening in podcast form, make sure you go subscribe on YouTube to Silver Screen Breakdowns. And if you're watching us live on video, make sure you go subscribe to the podcast. Silver Screen Breakdowns on Apple, on Spotify. Leave us a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Yes.
1: Please do. I'm Nelson Tynes. You can find me on YouTube. Got a channel on there. And uh, Instagram, Nelson Tynes underscore, T-Y-N-E-S. Yep. Bogey.
0: Yes. And I'm Bogey. You can follow me at the GMM Network on everything. And tune in next time for the second act. Of silver screen breakdown, when we will be following the war with a deer hunter.
2: Let's go. All out war. Here we go. Uh,
0: silver screen muggy shit. This ain't a dream we really lit it, shit. Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit. That's where the most high, we the most live.